Apparently, if you love God, the Bible, your country, you are a hate group. I'm Martin Moyer, your host of Shout Out Patriots. I'm joined by Pastor Jason Bender and other Patriot guests. I woke up a couple weeks ago to learn that ABC News just told the world that a group I founded, Christian Action Network, was a hate group. What do we hate? Who do we hate? Well, who knows? The cowardly ABC News division refuses to say. They never called us, never sent us an email. The big bad wolf simply huffed and puffed. Then they ran for cover before we could blow the house of Sam down. All right, well, today it looks like we got a lot of hot topics we could be talking about. Uh, And trying to organize my thoughts for this show was, I don't know. Do we talk about the Southern Poverty Law Center? Do we talk about the war in Ukraine? Do we talk about Disney's caving in to the gay community? Uh, Do we talk about the demonstration that took place at Yale Law School University and trying to oust a speaker on free speech? I mean, it's just like every week goes by and it's just like more and more crazy news just pops out, Mm -hmm. making it rather difficult to brush up on every topic and uh, decide which one of all these topics to you know hone in on. But I think today I would like to start with the Southern Poverty Law Center because last Monday they came out once again with their annual list of hate organizations, and I think they got maybe six, 700 people, groups, individuals uh, listed as a hate group, and the Christian Action Network, which uh, I'm president of, is listed on it. Woo. Yeah, right. Which gives you your new moniker, Marty, which is general hate. I'm general hate. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so they, Salute uh, to general hate. <laughs> local ABC station, WSET, uh, put up an interview, or not really an interview, but came up with an article announcing that Christian Action Network is one of five local hate groups in this area. And I uh, hate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, yeah, that. right, right. Don't you hate it? Oh, they were happy to print that. Yeah, and they listed me down as general hate. I'm not even sure what wow. that is. What is general hate? <laughs> do you hate those that you do a podcast with every week? Is is your hate that generalized? Right. Well, I thought maybe, you know, the SPLC, the Southern Poverty Law Center, just elevated me over the last 30 years from private hate to corporal right. hate. To sergeant hate. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm general hate. You're going to be a three-star, five-star general soon. Freaking That's right. general. Yeah, I will yeah. run, yeah. apparently, to them all the... Maybe I do now. Maybe I'm the only one out there that has that title, general hate. You got a promotion. You didn't even know it. Yeah. If you yeah. change your gender, Biden will bump you up to the highest general there is. Right. <laughs> you don't even have to know anything about being a general. Just, just do it. Well, and I think the other thing that kind of frustrated me was just that they come out with this article and they don't bother to contact our organization. Right. 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 To give us a chance to defend ourselves. Right. To find out what fun, nice, friendly guys we are. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Or even to, you know, explain to us, you know, what do they mean by general hate? Right. And and so what would they do? They would call me and go, uh, Mr. Moore, I want to let you know that in tomorrow's uh, broadcast, we have your organization and we're going to list you as a hate group, according to the Southern Poverty Law Center, as a general hate group. Do you have a comment (laughs) on that? And we wanted to get something called your side of the story. Right, which they don't do. But that's what they were afraid of. They don't want to hear your side of the story because you're not going to say what 
they want you to say, well, you know, you're going to say the right thing, yeah, not what well, they want you to say. I might just come back with the question to them is, well, what is general hate? Right. And they're going to be like, uh, right. And they then won't even it's going to make the whole story sound stupid to start yeah. with. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even believe that they didn't even ask you for a comment or anything. I mean, if, if you're actually trying to be a news organization, uh, both sides of the story should be, you know, presented. So the well, fact that they didn't even ask you means that they know that they're not even trying to report actual news. I, I try to come up with maybe a defense of them. You know, if I was them, what would cause me to not want to contact this organization? And you would think, well, you know, whoever heard of this organization before, how do you reach them? How do you contact them? Uh, but look, we've been in this area for 33 years now. Mm -hmm. WSET knows who we are. They know where we're located. They have our phone number. They certainly can contact us by email because it's listed on our website. I think our phone number is listed on the website. So how lazy can you get? It's not lazy. They, 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 they just don't want to be called out for not agreeing with the SPLC. I mean, they think that's a hate crime. <laughs> right to disagree with them yeah are, are we in pretty good company though i mean haven't they identified every christian conservative group as a hate group pretty much mm -hmm. if you're with the alliance defending freedom you're, yeah, but i mean i'm i'm disappointed i'm not on that list <laughs> I, I feel left you out work you, you will be after Jason? this podcast yes. <laughs> but but let me say this see they don't fear christian action network at wset because you're not a, a woke mainstream organization. And that's the culture that we live in today, guys. Mm -hmm. Because these littler corporations, the littler guy, they fear the bigger organization and corporation because they don't want to get canceled. Christian Action Network can't cancel them. They don't care about your opinion and what you could possibly yeah. do to them. True. Well, the problem is that. So they come out and go, there are five hate groups in this area. And they put our name right in smack dab in the middle of some that right. are really hate groups. Right? Oh, so man. if you are a... I thought we were number a one. Viewer, if you were <laughs> <Yeah>. a general. <laughs> we're in the middle. Or a reader, and you go to that part of the webpage, you see that we are lumped in with neo-Nazi groups, right? So if you don't know who we are in town, your immediate conclusion is going to be, wow, well, there they are. You know, Here's this uh, neo-Nazi group, and underneath them is a neo-Nazi white supremacist group. They're called a general hate group. So we will just naturally assume Christian Action Network yeah. is a guilty by association. Nazi right. fascist yeah. white supremacist organization. And we have to live in this town. So, yeah. but, See, that's the thing. This is what's imprinted in California. Yeah. Let me ask a question to the attorney. David, is there any um, any defamation potential here? Well, yeah, possibly. Yes. Yeah, I think there is. Um, but you know, what's a, what's a hate group? It, it's not, it's not necessarily criminal. Um, I, usually the, the better strategy is something in the media itself. I mean, for example, why don't we invite the uh, general manager of the, of the TV station to come on the podcast and we can talk about Christian Action Network and whether it really is a hate group and why they think it is. I, 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 I thought about that, David and uh, Pastor Jason, but I decided not to do that um, because here's here's the game that's played out. First, they come out and call you a hate group, right? And they don't call you to get your opinion. And then they're like, oh, well, you, these guys are upset. Now they're going to call us 
and demand airtime to defend themselves as a hate group. This is like calling, you know, uh, Alec over here a white beater. Don't call him ahead of time, get his viewpoint on it. Let him get mad that I called him a white beater. Then Alec calls me and says, you called me a white beater. I want airtime. Oh, sure. Let's bring that up again for the viewers to see. Sure, Alec, come on and explain why you're not a hate white beater. So I got to go on and go, why I'm not a hate group? Well, and they have to paint Christians <clears throat> as haters. That's that's what the left does. That's what the media does. If you're a patriot in this country, you're not a patriot, you're a terrorist. And they have to paint us with that picture to get that brainwash going that right. Christians are bad. Yeah. Because in this country, Christianity is bad. That's what every, that's what the, the hate groups are, or that's what the real hate groups in the media is saying, is they're painting us as bad people yeah. because we stand for what's right and what's good. And they're the true hate group, but they're trying Absolutely. to spin it on us. It, and that's what hilarious. they do. That's what the left does. They call out people for what they are. And David, my, my question was not so much in the general hate context. And, you know, if you go on their website, it gives you a definition of what general hate is, general hate. But, uh, David, my question <laughs> was is, is that with them putting Christian Action Network smack dab in the middle in the sandwich there of the other hate groups, including neo-Nazis, uh, like I say, it's it's a guilty by association. So mm -hmm. is there grounds for defamation with uh, the grouping there? Well, I think there's grounds, uh, whether it's wise to bring in defamation suit. I'm not in favor of defamation suits generally because there's just too many problems with them. But yeah, I think there's grounds. It's, it's wrong. It, it, it's just so wrong that um, and, and, and yeah, I think, I think there are grounds. Yeah. Uh, here's a, an additional problem with this general hate category that they put up there on ABC news. If you actually go to the Southern poverty law center website, go to their general hate page. They list all these groups that they categorize as general hate. And guess what? Our name's not there. Hmm. <laughs> Our name's not even on. Right. The at, least have the respect. at least have the respect to General put you there. General hate page. Right. Are we still on so the where did they get this? Now, David, one of the big things about a defamation lawsuit is if I can prove that uh, they failed a three-pronged test, and one being that uh, it, the action was willful, the claim was willful, uh, other such things is that they did not do any effort at all on their part to see if the accusation was truthful. And then I think there's a third prong as well. Well, if WSCT would have gone to It's actual malice. Now, okay. I'm, I'm with you, David. I'm not in favor of filing defamation lawsuits. And, um, uh, you know, it's very expensive to do. It takes a long time to work your way through it. Well, um, that is the, the reason why a lot of people, and they get away with all this, is because they can get on TV and say whatever they want to because nobody has the money to go right. after them or the will to stand up and say, stop doing that. Hey, David, do you have to prove harm in those cases? Yes, uh, damage to reputation, but I don't think that's a tough, tough issue. The, the big thing is that uh, they're going to be able to prove that we're a hate group because they're just going to ask, do you believe in the Bible? And if you believe in the Bible, you automatically are a hater because the Bible says that homosexual sex is a sin. That's right. Are you against talking about transgenderism with kindergartners? Yes. <laughs> well, you're a hater. Yeah. Those are yeah. opinions, though. You know, I mean, in a court of law, like, hate should actually mean something, not a an opinion that you have, because an opinion doesn't make you hurt a person or... 
right. dislike a person or anything like Perfectly that. It just, it's just a people. disagreement. Well, that, and that's the problem is that everything in this society today is subjective. Yeah. Right? It, it's my opinion. It's what I think. And, uh, you know, same thing. I mean, look, I don't want to get off this topic, but, you know, I've been very involved in the school board myself in Bedford, and uh, there's no standard. You know, there were 11 books yeah. that are, it's pornography, it, it's literature with bestiality, and they let three or four individuals who actually want the books in review the books, and they approve the books, and it, it's all subjective, you know? So, once again, what is the standard? And, and we realize around this table and, and David that there is one standard, and it's not subjective, it's objective. Well, my basic complaint with WSET is not the fact that they ran a story over this rather, you know, year after year after year after year of SPLC annually coming out with their hate list and we get listed on it and it's printed up there. My real problem is, is they couldn't even have the courtesy to call us. Yeah. To give us, give us a chance yeah. to defend our reputation. Am I, it's can't a local we at least call. have that? Yeah. But we have to look, we got to look at the source. They couldn't do that, Mark. They couldn't do that. Yeah. We got to look at the they source do that. of Debbie. They'd have to do some work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're, they're very, it's like, a, if you watch them, it's like a high school production. Their, their on-scene reporting is usually hours and hours behind. They're very juvenile in their production. Most of the time, I've been on the scene of cases, and then I go home and watch the news with SCT, and I'm, that is nothing like what happened. So we have to consider the source. I don't know that many people watch SCT anymore. I really don't. Their Facebook page is just grabbing for everything they can. They put these ridiculous articles on Facebook just to get people to comment. It has nothing to do with our area. So I think we get to consider the source. There's not many people watching that station. All right. Well, I want to get this out here because uh, I think it's important. So there was a former employee of the Southern Poverty Law Center. His name is Bob Moser. And in 2019, he wrote an article for The New Yorker. All right, so this isn't exactly, you know, a bastion of conservatism writers over there, correct? Right. Yep. And he wrote that the Southern Poverty Law Center is a highly profitable scam. Okay, so that's quote. Mm -hmm. Highly profitable scam. He said, we were part of the con and we knew it. And he accused the organization of ripping off donors. So, you know, I can understand why WSCT wouldn't want to call anybody right. about who they're putting on there as right. a hate group, yep. because this is public knowledge. Mm -hmm. They don't want the pushback against the Southern Poverty Law Center to bring up their dirty laundry, because both co-founders had to resign or get fired from that organization because of their own racial and sexual discrimination policies there. Mm -hmm. Yet somehow, every year, all the media, despite the history of the organization and its own failings, is allowed to name call everybody else. Everybody just jumps in line with it, puts out this, what I call defamation, even if we can't prove it in court. Everybody knows it is. We know it is. And it goes unchallenged. And then we have to live under that umbrella after that. Yeah. And I got to deal with the emails coming in that says, oh, I just read today that Christian Action Network is a hate group. Can you explain why? And the reason why they asked me, can you explain why? Is because they go to our website and they're looking for the hate. Right. And they can't find the right, hate. Right, right. Yeah. And they're confused. They have a reason to be confused. But they still trust the media. So they'll contact me and write me an email. Why, why are you listening? 
I have to say this, the Southern Poverty Law Center did give us a big boost in our uh, website traffic though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you, if you go to that Google graph, I mean, it was like this. And then after the SPLC, I mean, it went way up Sometimes there. bad advertising is the best. <laughs> we need so, to create a, a, a page on the site that's just somehow it's just hate, 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 hate. That's hate. right. Just the word <laughs> yeah. in all different colors and rainbow colors. Right, right. And say, here's the page you're looking for. That's right. That's right. Right. So I have something I was really struggling this week to come up with a good name to call these people. And uh, I wrote down here, Shading Groups. I don't know if y'all saw that in my little mm. notes I sent to you. It's like, what the heck mm. is a shading yeah, group? Yeah, I, I question that. What, yeah. yeah, what is meant by that? Well, uh, they throw shade at people. Yeah, when you show throw shade on someone, you're basically saying, uh, in a cute way, here's how I'm discrediting right. you. I'm yeah. not saying it directly. Yep. But you know, you can read between the lines, and I'm am discrediting you. That's the best word I can come up with these stupid groups that are out there. And we know Southern Poverty Law Center is one of them, right? So the Southern Poverty Law Center, because they call the um, Alliance uh, Defending Freedom a hate group, which is currently working with the Hanover School Systems and a legal challenge in Virginia. in Virginia for their transgender bathroom policies that they don't want to accept because they are working with that school district the ACLU tells the school district, well, you can't work with them. They are a hate group as defined by the Southern Poverty Law Center. Now, this uh, Alliance Defending Freedoms has won 11 Supreme Court decisions in their history. Yet, they are a hate group that the ACLU says to this school over here, you shouldn't be using them. And by the way, we want you, the school, to turn over all communications you have had with this hate legal group that you're doing business with. That, to me, is what I call a shade group. Mm -hmm. In other words, you know, the media, everybody like just hate bows down yeah. to yeah. these people, right? We they don't do. question them. They throw it up there. If you're against it or if they call you a name, we automatically uh, take their word for it. Yeah, So they're the gold standard. The SPLC right. has become... It set up this incredible mythology going way back into the early 70s, I guess. Was it 71 or something they were founded? 71. And, you know, they were, they're based in Montgomery, Alabama. They're like sort of in the deep, deep in enemy territory, you know, deep in the, uh, in the, the, the wasteland of the South, um, carrying, holding up the high, the, the liberal torch. And it just made the people in New York pour the cash in. And they got fabulously rich, and they still oh. are fabulously mm -hmm. rich. So let me give another example of what I call a shade group uh, because this has not been reported and uh, I don't know anybody else that's bringing up this problem. So I'm going to be the first that I know of. So everybody has been protesting the queer gender, all parents that see this book, the queer gender book that's being stocked in public schools and public school libraries. It's basically child obscenity. When they go to that school and say, we want that book out of the school, then groups like the Stonewall Book Awards comes out and says, these parents are trying to get rid of an award-winning book. So again, these shade groups are being set up that immediately give awards mm -hmm. to stuff that parents hate mm -hmm. so that when you get it taken out, they can now do a press release that parents are trying to get rid of an award-winning book. 
See where I'm going with this yeah, thing? Yeah. All right. Where else has this type sort of thing happened? When the Hunter Biden laptop came out and everybody said, oh, look what Hunter Biden is doing, mm -hmm. what he has done with his drugs and his money laundering and his pay payoffs he's getting from foreign countries, 51 intelligence officers came out with a letter that said, oh, this is probably Russia disinformation, right? Right. And how did Politico title that letter? Let me read the, the headline that everybody jumped on in the media. Hunter Biden's story is Russian disinfo. Dozens of former intel officer, officials say. Well, first of all, those officials, as, as scumbag as they are, never really said that. They said, we suspect it is Russian disinfo. Right. But Politico puts down the no, that's exactly what they said. Once they said that, Twitter said, Oh, well, let's kick New York Post off of Twitter. Facebook said, Well, let's stop this story from going out there. They're giving shade. These are people giving shade to other people to do evil things in America. Some are groups, some are individuals, but they get together with these letters. What's another one that came out? How about the Lancelet Journal, right? They published a story saying, with all these scientists backing them, that COVID did not start in the Wuhan lab. Mm. But then later, they had to come out and admit it did. But when that Lancelot article first came out, then Facebook and Twitter were all shutting everybody down based on making such of a claim. These are shade groups. And uh, I don't know what else to call them except for shade groups. And somebody Liars. out there... <laughs> well, once yeah. again, like I was saying last week, let that be your guide to finding the truth in the news. When you when you when you suspect shade, when you detect it happening, look beyond it. What are they trying to cover up? What are they trying to make you believe? Why are they bringing forth all these experts? Where do they suddenly get fifty intelligence experts? Did they get them out of the Rolodex or something? Um, you can you can tell what they're doing. You can you can see past their tactics. Well, you know, if it, if it was true, it, it would actually just be like, this is Russian disinformation. They wouldn't need 50 people to actually make that claim. Like, you know, say the 50 people say the sky is blue. The sky is blue. You don't need 50 experts to tell you something that. Well, and those experts were put in by Obama. He's still got people saturated, the DOJ and and, oh, yeah. uh, and everywhere else. So they're, they're going to say whatever this administration wants them to say. Right. Yeah, and, but and you, the, you don't need people to actually get in a group and agree to something to try to convince everybody else. You, if, you, if you see that happening, you should know it's like a peer pressure thing that they're trying to do to you. I mean, there's no reason. I, I don't know of any other reason that I've seen an article like that other than to try to convince people who don't know what, the, what is being ta talked about, like have no ex expertise on the issue, uh, they, they, they're just trying to get these experts to convince you of a result that they want. Uh, and it's, it, it's just peer pressure or manipulation mm -hmm. trying yeah. to get you. And, to and that's exactly what way. they're doing. They're trying to orchestrate it. It's all a common narrative. Right. And the uninformed citizen here in this country, because so many people are uninformed, we're ignorant and we don't want to do our own research and our own homework. Mm -hmm. And once we come out and we give a narrative that's uh, factual and correct that opposes their narrative, then we look like the conspiracy theorists, right? right? Then everyone comes down our neck, right? But it's it's over and over. It's repetitive, and if you hear the same thing fifty times, eventually 
you're going to believe it. And Especially it's if it's from an expert. World that we live a in. so-called expert. Yeah. Oh, an expert said it. It's got to be true. Yeah, and who were the experts here? You got Leon Panetta, mm-hmm. a former CIA, yeah. CIA director. John yeah, yeah. Brenner, a former CIA director. John McLaughlin, a CIA acting director. So if you're Joe Blow out there on your couch and you got these former CIA right. people Ooh, saying, it must be true. Oh, yeah. yeah, this is Russia disinformation. Yeah. Like yeah. Credible, credible resources. party buddies. Uh, yeah, yeah. And this, they're all called on the phone. This is what we need you to go public and say. Brandon okay, I'll Panetta. say it. Panetta was the chief of staff in the White House, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. For Obama? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe so, yeah. Yeah. And these people will later come out and say the election wasn't stolen. Right? Right. I mean, these people came out first and said that laptop is a fake. Yeah. Then they come out and go, the stolen election theory is a fake. It's Didn't like, they already ruin their credibility by now? It's but, like the old four out of five doctors thing. You know? Yeah. It was part of it. Yeah, they it's, helped it's steal the election. sold to you like an ad. You know? But it's like Jason said, it's people see it on the news and then they stop right there. They don't research it further. You know, you got to do more research than just what you see on the news because there's a lot more there. And it and it's sad because they've been feeding us lies the last two years oh, straight. Oh, goodness. And we still want to believe every word that comes yeah, out of their yeah, mouth. That's I right. mean, look, this is what the experts are saying in the mainstream media. Yeah. They're, in, in one breath, they're saying that Biden and Zelensky, they're comparing Biden and Zelensky's morality, and they're boosting these men in the same breath. For, I'm sorry, but mm. but if you're you're claiming the same claim about Biden as you are somebody else, that that's enough for who, me to question. I don't know right who there. comes out worse in that comparison? Yeah, <laughs> I know, really. Right. Yeah, which one of them should be mad? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, they're, they're both not good, especially considering that news that came out where Zelensky had uh, outlawed the the only other party that could run against him in his country. Yeah, he's taking I mean, a that's Putin-like a dictator. stance. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I, I'm saying, once he did that, isn't that reason enough to n- not, not support that country? I, I mean, seriously, I cannot support a country that will say the leading opposition party is no longer allowed in the country to run for government. I know you're a dictator, and you should not be getting funds from us. It almost sounds like what happened in in another country, right yeah. where we live. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. But and and my question is: Is Zelensky making these decisions as he's playing the piano with his penis? Yeah, did you guys yeah. see that video? Yeah, I did see that video. Yeah. I heard okay, about it. I, I, I did not it. see yeah. that video. Oh, but, I watched. But our former president Trump, you know, he's he's so immoral and yeah, so right, wicked, right, right, right. Yeah. All right, so hold on. He actually played. Uh, remember, not just him. He had a, another comedian with him. Well, four, was, yeah, four guys on stage. Oh, they were double donging well, it. They, yeah, there's a lot of videos of this out there. So you know, it's not just he did it one time. Right. He's got and lots then, of YouTube clips. You can look it up. Yeah. You know, Zelensky plays uh, piano with his penis. I challenge everybody to do it. There's plenty of YouTube yeah, clips. Was, out there. Fake was Zelensky on Don't the bass do or that, the treble? Guys. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I want to play the deep notes. That's and right. Then, uh, I'll take the deep notes, the bass. <laughs> and then dancing provocatively in stilettos. All right, can y'all tell me, did it at least sound good? No, that actually sounded very boring because it was basically the same notes being played over and over and over again. Oh, man, I thought and, he was going to uh, play the waltz or something. No, no. That's not impressive. I could say, I, bang their dick I could say so much right now. So many great jokes. Who was we'll, the better pianist? We'll talk. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, now we know it, what, it, uh, be, what it takes to become the president of Ukraine. All right, I, I want to get to this uh, because we have Marco Galbraith of 
Steve. Don't mention my name now. We've already said some some crazy stuff. (laughs) (laughs) This is Fred. (laughs) This is what he looks like. I'm sorry. Everybody knows. FBI can take it, examine it, see if he was up there. That's uh, right. Facial recognition. January 6th, anywhere Uh, near the building up there. Up there. They'll be doing comparisons right now. Yeah. You know, they, you know, I'm sure they're watching Obama's DOJ and FBI is very busy right now. production team page. Yeah. Uh, all right. So Biden, uh, in early February, made a comment that there is no amendment that's absolute. And in particular, he was referring to the Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. But in general, he's referring to every amendment in the Bill of Rights that's out there. Mm-hmm. That there is no absolute uh Second Amendment right, yeah. or any other right, First Amendment right. And uh, I wanted to get your opinion. It, how you how do you interpret what he's saying there? Well, first of all, we, when we say Biden said, you could just stop right there because there's <laughs> right. nothing after that's going to be credible or, yeah. or able to be understood. But So this is just another goofy thing that he has said. But the, the Constitution wasn't set up to give us more rights, and it wasn't set up to take away rights. It is what it is. Amen. It cannot be taken away. Um, and, and that's all it is. An executive order can't take it away. It can't be interpreted. It can't be added to or or uh, or, or dismembered. And so that's just what it is. It's uh, You can't infringe on anything, uh, not only the Second Amendment, but, but anything in there. It's not subject to any man. That's right. That's right. It's not subject to that. It's, so, Marco, what do you, you know, what can we infer? I, I know... We don't take anything he says seriously. But right. What do you think we can infer from that? What is he trying to say? Well, as long as we have guns, we're we're a powerful nation, um, and I don't ever want to resort to violence. But look what's happening in Canada. Look what's happening in other countries that don't have the guns. Ukraine. Ukraine. Yep. And uh, and I strongly believe that. Uh, it, I, I truly believe that if we didn't have the Second Amendment, there's no telling what they would be doing to us right now. Already. Already. Because yeah. mm-hmm. they're pushing it now. They're really, really pushing it. I've heard comparisons made to um, what if the every Jewish household in the Warsaw Ghetto had, right. had had a rifle in their right. house in 19-whatever it, it was, right. 39. Or, yeah, yeah. There yeah. would have been resistance. Yeah. But, well, I just want to remind uh, Biden that uh, those rights were in dowed by our creators so it's right. his, his opinion on it doesn't matter at all yeah right not at all yeah nobody's opinion matters about but, it yeah if they were endowed by our creator you ain't taking that away from me yep you, you yeah. can he can talk all he wants but these he's not gonna you can't change what our our founding fathers set out to set in the constitution and our our bill of rights I think he'd like to try to change. Oh, he, and he will. They and, will. And this is a soft beginning, right? To kind of starting to condition us to the idea that, well, right. you know, well, we might that's have what to they're doing. These away for yeah, a while. and that's what they're doing with the ten round magazines. They're stuck on this ten round yeah. magazine for pistols, and after that, it'll be well. You know what? We'll go down to five rounds. Next, it's only going to be revolvers. You can only have a revolver. Then it's going to be a revolver with three, and then soon it's going to be nothing. It's a it's a slow process. Yeah. The, the Middle East has a hundred year plan to take us down. When we go to the Middle East for for peace or whatever, we go over there with a five year plan for the military. They have a hundred year plan to take us down, and and uh, and whoever's behind all this. But you know, nine eleven, which is part of that one hundred year plan, they're yeah. very very patient. So I want to get to this quote that Biden made at that same New York event. He said, when the amendment, meaning the Second Amendment, uh-huh. was passed, it didn't say anybody can own a gun and any kind and any 
uh, any kind of gun or any kind of weapon. You couldn't buy a cannon when the amendment was passed. So why should be you? Why should you be able to buy certain assault weapons? So he was—he's just wrong on that. Well, you could buy cannons. Yeah, you could buy cannons. Yeah, yeah. And it didn't list every single gun in there. It didn't have to because it's black and white. It—you have the right to a well-armed militia. The, a lot of people think that the Second Amendment. Well, we need the Second Amendment to go hunting. The Second Amendment says nothing about hunting. The Second Amendment says for protection against a tyrannical government. Well, that's the stupid part of what he's saying, right? Because the Second Amendment says for a well-armed militia. Right, right. And then Biden's saying this well-armed militia would not be allowed to buy a cannon. Right. But he can't push us around as long as we have the Second Amendment. As long as we have a well-armed militia, he can't do what him and whoever his puppet controllers are want him to do. And they're picking on people's stupidity because that's why they're always on screen t- telling people, like, you don't need an automatic rifle to go hunting for deer. Right. And, and, and that's just ridiculous. Anyways. Yeah. And, you know, I love how you brought up the militia because it does say a well-regulated militia. That's so right. If we're, if we're pro 2A, we're going to be pro militia. That's right. And, um, you know, the, the mainstream media, the left, they're looking to demonize militias, right? They're looking to make sure that— Oh, they're, that are, they're the domestic term, terrorists? Yeah, they're oh, being, yeah, they want the term militia to be— a, a, a hate group. They want right. militias to be a hate group. Right. So the more they can do that, the more it's going to make them look like they're haters and yep. they're patriots and, and terrorists. And then they're going to eventually take away the guns, like you're saying. Yeah. Our local militia, I know those, I know a lot of those guys that are in there, the, the Bedford and Campbell militia. Yeah, they're, they're great people. They do a ton of great things for this community and it is never put out to the public. In Ohio, where, where I am, uh, which, by the way, just signed into law permitless carry, constitutional carry, yes. Um, but by statute, there are two militias. One militia is an organized militia. The other is the unorganized militia. And in the unorganized militia is every citizen between the ages of 18 and 65. Every citizen between the ages of 18 and 65. So... The organ- unorganized militia, at least in Ohio, is is set by statute. All right, so this uh, effort to strip us of our constitutional amendments mm-hmm. uh, seems to be filtering down to the law schools out there. Uh, and last week, uh, there was a debate being held, held at the Yale Law School in which Christian Wagoner, with the Alliance Defending Freedom and an event sponsored by the Federal Society, was going to debate the issue of free speech. Before that event happened, 120 law students, I want to emphasize this, law students came in to try to shut the event down. One of the uh, uh, protesters there uh, looked at Christian Wagoner and said, I will hurt you, bitch. And they would run around shouting, protect trans kids. What that has to do with the oh topic, goodness. I have Come no idea. Wow. <laughs> and shame, shame, as they ran throughout the building. And eventually, this uh, free speech uh, conservative had to be ushered out of the event by security guards. What an that, embarrassment. What what really bothers me here is, is that this is a law school. Right. And those these are the future judges and attorneys right. that Supreme being Court produced. who are going to be implementing our laws. Yeah. I have a proposal. I think every one of those Yale law students that participated 
in that rally, that anti-free speech rally, should get a retroactive F on their constitutional law course. That's right. Good point. Good point. (laughs) Then let's see if they actually become lawyers. Did you hear about the the judge in New York, David? I think, um, I'm trying to remember his name, um, who said a couple days after this came out and said, we really, every law firm should really look seriously at clerkships for these people. That's right. Yeah. Um, not who you want representing your firm. Katie Stiff. She was the uh, moderator of this panel. She's a Yale School of Law professor. And after this event took place, she said this, law schools are in crisis. The truth doesn't matter much. The game is to signal one's virtue. So when you get professors at these schools that are claiming that law schools themselves are in a crisis, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. meaning they don't care about the truth anymore. They don't want to hear the truth. And also meaning they could care less about your first amendment rights. I'm not sure what kind of hope we have uh, for the United States. Michael, you have a a clip from uh, uh, Fox news that we can run for Christian Wagoner, who was the free speech pro free speech person at this event uh, was interviewed. Can you play that? It's difficult to say. I mean, the whole point of the panel was to demonstrate civil discourse between two ideological opponents and to show that where you can find common ground in the law, you should to protect civil liberties. Um, They were more interested, these students, in heckling, hurling insults and shouting down the speakers than engaging in civil dialogue. And I understand, and it started before anybody actually said a thing officially. And, you know, ultimately, I understand you feel uh, that it felt like a powder keg, that you you felt like you were in danger. Well, the situation was very volatile. I was disappointed that's the only video. There's audio of the event as well that demonstrates that these students were not only physically intimidating the other students and the speakers, they were pounding on the walls, blocking the exits, um, and disrupting the event throughout. It, it was very unfortunate and alarming and volatile. Um, and, and it shouldn't take place on a, on a law student campus in a yeah. law school classroom. That, that's exactly right. These are future lawyers who are protesting uh, you being there. I also want to show another clip. Uh, this one's pretty wild, and it was on The View. And the person that you're going to be watching, his name is, I guess, Eli Mistel. And he is the nation's justice correspondent. So the nation being a, a rather liberal magazine. Uh, the justice correspondent, let's play what he had to say about the Constitution, Michael. So are you arguing for throwing out the Constitution? Should the Constitution be thrown out? What do we do? Is it a living document is it a, or is it a sacred document? It's certainly not sacred. All right, let's start there. The Constitution is kind of trash. Now, let's just, again, let's just talk as adults for a second. What did you say? It's what? It's kind of trash. Trash. It was was written by slavers and colonists and white people who were willing to make deals with slavers and colonists. They didn't ask anybody to look like me what they thought about the Constitution. (laughs) Is that real or is it Saturday Night Live? (laughs) Because when I first saw him, I'm thinking Saturday Night Live. I I really did. It looks like, I mean, are these people for real? I don't know. David, you're an attorney. What do you think about that? For the people that created the Constitution, I'm, I hope none of them looked like him. Wow. <laughs> yeah. not, not wow. The hair. the hair, yeah. A football helmet. Well, I did. Hey, I wanted to say something. Now, if this guy, and I'm sorry, I just cut you off. I'll throw it back to you since we can edit me out if I need to. Anyways, uh, what I wanted to say is, can you imagine actually knowing history 
and, and coming up with this take. You can't because this is ridiculous. The guy just knows that if he says a couple words together in the right way, he'll get a lot of attention. Yeah. And that's what he's doing. That and the fact that he's racist. I mean, he's a complete racist, and you mm-hmm. can see it there. You want to know how you know a racist is a racist? The one thing that matters most to him is the color of your skin. That's right. And that's one of the things he brought up immediately. So he's a racist, and he just wants to get well, people to pay attention to him. He was also doing the typical liberal argument. He's calling the Constitution trash right. without explaining what right. in the Constitution he thought was trash. Yeah, It was the people yeah. who wrote it. Yeah. It was just yeah. the people who it's wrote the, it. Yeah. And he's it's a character someone, attack on yeah. them. And he's a guest as a, in a position of authority as an expert on the Constitution, and he comes on The View and says that, and there's people that will believe it. But when Kristen was canceled, you know, it's, that's cancel culture. They made such a disturbance, she didn't get to get her speech out there. Now, and I that's what she, they do. I think they actually did finish the debate. Did I'm, she? Okay. I'm not sure. Uh, but I think I did read somewhere that the debate did proceed. Yeah. But at the end of the debate, debate they were fearful fearful for her life. That's when she was escorted out. And that's when she was okay. escorted out uh, for her own safety. Yeah. Uh, so I guess those are those are lawyers, and they don't respect the the right to argue. You know, right. I mean, they can we can they we can agree lawyers. to disagree. Yeah, right, what's going right. to happen when those students may someday, God forbid, become lawyers, right? And they have to argue, argue. a position that's right with yeah. someone else that doesn't <laughs> agree with their position. That's right. Like, yeah. where, where's there is there going to be a safe space in the courtroom for these? There'll be a timeout. These young kids. And I think they have a timeout and a little like a beanbag where they go sit. <laughs> And, uh, and like a, a, a teddy bear or something. Yeah. I think that the left is having a real problem with this. This is turning into a real publicity hurdle, though. The, the gays, the transgender, this kind of behavior. I think most rational people in this country see that happening, and they, they're extremely turned off by They it. are. I agree. And I would say, if you think our Constitution is trash, go find another country. Right. right. I mean, it's it's yeah. very simple. That's right. But our Constitution was formulated to protect the rights of every citizen. Everybody. It doesn't matter your color. Right. It doesn't it doesn't matter your religion. Right. right. We were formed. All men as are a, created as a, equal. Right. We were formed as a Christian nation, mm-hmm. but we don't form you force you to be a Christian here. Right. You can be whatever religion you want you can worship whatever quote-unquote god you want you to can here. be rabidly anti-christian and it's totally this that's right legal. Yeah. And but here's, here's you can even swim where it, you want right? to swim <laughs> they want to argue that uh you know there's no amendment that's absolute they also want to argue uh, that uh you don't have a free speech right you don't necessarily have a religious freedom right but Lord forbid you should do something that they think is in the Constitution, like mm-hmm. the right to have an abortion. Right. Oh, now we're all for the Constitution, right? Right. 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 Or you go into a school and try to distribute a Bible that they mm-hmm. think you have no right to do. No, that's against the Constitution. So they always play both sides of this argument. When it's something they don't want you to be able to do, exercise your right, well, that's a malleable you know, living document anyway, and we can, you know, it's just stupid for you to proclaim that that is what that amendment allows you to do or that it now allows you to do it. But, boy, they'll go back 200 years to where Jefferson said something about the separation of church and state in a letter, Mm -hmm. which isn't even in the Constitution, and claim you are absolutely, absolutely here. It's the final word. You're not allowed to do it. Right. The left wants a Supreme Court full of Lewis Carroll's Humpty Dumpties. 
If you remember in, in, in uh, I don't know, Alice in Wonderland or through the looking glass, one of those, there was Humpty Dumpty, and, and he said that words mean just what I want them to mean, no more and no less. They want to be able to change the meanings of all the words in the Constitution to fit whatever is the, the, uh, the meme du jour, whatever their, their cause du That's jour. True. Well, they've already started it. Remember, they changed the definition of racism so they don't have to call themselves racist anymore. They changed the <laughs> definition of him, her, and she, and his, too. And they changed the definition of what a baby is. Yeah. It started right way back then, right? Right. That's when this whole thing that, well, forget the real meaning of any words. Science is now does not dictate what a thing is anymore. So it started back during the abortion ruling, and it's progressed to the point now where you, you can't even say someone is a mother who's giving birth. It has to be a birthing person right. that's giving birth. So we're, we're just changing things at will to fit the narrative of the liberals and trying to embarrass the rest of us and even perhaps criminally prosecute us, certainly fire us, prevent us from getting a job if we do not fall into that new unscientific narrative that even a child could understand. So you had something to say, Jason? Well, we're, we're past that, but what I'll say is, speaking about changing names, they're changing the, the, the name and the definition of a girl's swim meet. Yeah. Right now, yeah. now we're, we're allowing boys. I mean, let's just call them what they, you know, right. this is a boy or a young man who's swimming with girls who's twice their size. Where have we and gone? We're, we're going to give him a trophy and we're going to name him the athlete of the year. A woman. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, it's the fastest just woman it, in the world. It, it blows my mind that we're even we're even at that point to consider a man competing against. Hey, like I, I was telling my dad earlier, it just goes to show that men really are better at everything. <laughs> <laughs> Please clarify who just said that. <laughs> Here goes your email. Yeah, right. They're not better at giving birth. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, right. No, no, That's there, right. There's not definitely better not better. Michael, does your, wife, better does your wife watch these podcasts? No, no but I think, I think the point Michael's trying to make yeah. is, is that men... These wacko men out there are taking over they are. the female narrative, they are. right? Whether you're a mother, because now a man can give birth yeah. just as easily as a woman can, because it's really a girl being a man. Yeah. And the funniest thing is that they're doing it really all in the name under the aegis of feminism. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So but it it's really feminism a, that I has given women. us a but you male know, a, but you swimming know what? champion. Let me say this, because it goes deeper. It's biological men or boys who have failed at being men. Right. Right. Because there's such a lack of real men in our society. Amen. And they say, look, I, I, I can't succeed against the other men. Right. I, I'm not going up the ladder. I'm not beating them in the, right. the swim meet. So now I have to change to be a woman as a man. I, I, I don't even know what, what I'm saying now yeah, because yeah. my mind is confused. But now I got to compete against the women because I'm not man enough. I'm a coward. Right. That, that's I, I what they are. I couldn't accept myself for who I was, so I'm going to change, and I accept you. I expect you to accept me for who I was Yeah. and not. See, I'm confused, too. <laughs> yeah. I, I, like, it's, I like the version of well, me I'll be confused together. Yeah, with yeah, so yeah, I'll be confused together yeah. with your brother. Yeah, I'm happy to be confused about but, that. Yeah. Let me make it simple. So it's sort of like this. I'm a guy who can't compete with other men, so therefore, biologically, I must really be a girl because I can't compete with right, them. Right, right. So how would you, how would you it's feel? It's a simple 
just think of the, the young ladies in this country that have from from five or six years old have swam on the weekends before and after school. They've got coaching. They've worked jobs. They've kept their schoolwork up. They've worked hard to get to that point. And then this, <laughs> can you beep me out when I say beep? Can you do that? This beep comes in and takes first first prize. A man competing against a girl that's practiced literally her whole life right. to get to that point, and somebody comes in and takes it from you because their body is able to take it from you. And, and look, then the media cheer for them. Oh, and celebrate we them. embrace this in yeah. this country. And you know what? I you know these these girls. That are it's such an unfortunate thing for these girls. It's and I, I have a righteous anger for what's going on. Yeah, but I could just imagine if that was my daughter. Oh my goodness, I, I would be so rage. Well, yeah, you'd have to hold back. Well, here's yeah. the thing: a biological man that can't compete with other biological men can now become a woman, right? But what about and, women and, who can't compete with their biological women? Right. What do they do? They now identify they as six-year-olds and yeah. compete with them? <laughs> or compete against that's animals. Probably, they become the surgeon general. Come, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, compete exactly. against... No, wait, yeah, it's a guy, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. compete <laughs> against mannequins, Yeah, right, at that point. Yeah. That's probably coming. But look... They become Janet Or just give them a trophy. They but, don't have to compete. Just give it but, to them. Yeah. That's and, what they're doing. And this, yeah. this world has conditioned us to get to this point. Mm-hmm. Because we've created these snowflakes. Yeah. Because we've given out participation trophies. Mm-hmm. And now we say, okay, I don't get my participation trophy in college sports. Right. And I can't compete on that level. And now I'm going to cry. And I'm going to create my own league. That's what, that's what we're doing And I'm going to be now. accepted and completely embraced as a winner. And I'm going to force everyone else to change their standards right. to fit my week. Because right. we, can't, we can't admit defeat. And we can't mm. lose, and we mm. can't be real men. That's what it comes down to. That's exactly what it is. All right, I'm pretty sure we're well over our allotted time for this episode, so we need to wrap it up. Can we identify as, as only being through 20 minutes? Yeah, <laughs> there you go. There you go. So everybody watching and listening, I encourage you to share our podcast with your friends. Please share it, like it. Do what you can to get this podcast out there and see us and watch us grow. Uh, we're here to give Patriots a voice. That's what we want to do. We're not yeah. necessarily looking for the big names out there who are Patriots, the household names, because there's a lot of Patriots out there who are doing a remarkable job that are never going to get the time of day in the regular news media. Heck, we don't get the time of the day in our local newspaper just to defend ourselves against the hate charge. That's right. So you can imagine what it must be like for the other patriots that are out there that are working very hard, that are totally ignored. Well, we want to give them a voice. So, and we need your help. They need your help. If you want to get their voice out there, then you need to help us by sharing our podcast with your friends, liking it, do what you can to make sure that we continue on and grow bigger and bigger. So thanks for listening. Thanks for joining in. Thank you to all of our guests today. And we're going to see you in a week from now. Goodbye.